welcome! Holy crap, it's another a star to steer her by! Woo! You're ah. welcome! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, because here we're doing A Star to Steer Her By, it's your favorite podcast about the Star Trek and all the things. We're here doing The Voyager on our episode number 308. Damn. It's a good number. It's going to be a week, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Um, Because this is Photonic Ames. This is Platonic Caitlin. (laughs) hey This is Jake. And this is Chris, except I'm possessed by the EMH, so I'm horny. Oh, <laughs> damn it, EMH. <laughs> He's always so horny. So horny and so violating. But then, we'll get to that. I thought you were just going to say so vile, and I was going to be like, yep. Well, also true. Well, you look at his creator, and it's like, yeah, that that, that tracks. Oy. But first... Yeah, so before before we talk about the EMH possessing Chris, we're going to talk about our other episode because the two today are Inside Man and Body and Soul. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know it's they, not they the could, one, it's not swap, the one you they, think. They could have swapped those titles. Chris said the made same that joke on the way, on the way here. Yep. Dang! All right, well let's start with Inside Man and remember which one this is because it could have worked with the other one too. Here we go. Uh, Harry and Seven are trying to download this month's batch of spam mail from Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> is your cock not big enough? Just ask EMH. Uh, Janeway, did you remember to renew the insurance on the ship? Because uh, our warranty's run out. <laughs> oh. When suddenly a hologram version of Barkley hops out and he's more insufferable than ever. Oh my God, <laughs> seriously. Just the worst man. But he's a hologram and he promises us that there's this geodesic fold that we can go through and it'll pop out in the Alpha Project. I promise. I never thought I could be so upset by the frequency with which the word fold is used and yet here we are. Fold? Is it like you're moist? Fold is like, well, I feel like a fold is just another word for like lady bits. Like folds. They definitely have heard folds used. For like flaps. I've not heard that. I'm not familiar with that one. I feel like, I, well, either way, maybe it just, maybe. So it sounds like, oh, we brought him into the fold. What do you think that means? Maybe I've never actually no. heard it before, but by the end of this, all I could think was, wow, this is a horrible, dirty word for vaginas, and I hate everything because they won't stop saying it. I'm going to fly straight into that fucker because Hollow Barkley told us to. Uh, let's upgrade the ship to survive the deadly, deadly radiation. What could possibly go wrong? Let me tell you what could possibly go wrong. Threshold lizards. I wish. Um, That Uh, would be what could go right. That would be the best. That would be our favorite day. However, Starfleet didn't actually send a hologram Barkley in the Voyager's DMs because theirs kept failing. Typical Barkley. Oh. Reg, how about you go take a break and do whatever it is you do when you're not here working, you know, stalking Deanna Troy. And he's like, yeah, I know, I'll go do that right now. So real Barkley goes and harasses Troy while she's on vacation so he can tell her all his, all of his conspiracy theories about what's going on with this, this thing and also whine and whine and whine about how his ex-girlfriend Leosa broke up with him and sad, sad, sad. And Troy, like, Troy says, wait a minute, my empathic powers are telling me something here. Which made me think we were also sent a fake Troy because <laughs> that is not in character. She says, you had a girlfriend? Clearly she's a con artist. Let's figure this out. And of course, she was a con artist. Turns out Leosa was this Dabo girl who was in cat boots with the asshole Ferengi. 
I'm glad, I'm glad you found it. Right? Yes. Our asshole Ferengi friend's name is Damon Nunk, which is a funny word. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a that's a very good Ferengi name, Nunk. It's like it's, uh, it's their version of fold, you know. Eesh. Uh, Never and, mind, I hate it. <laughs> uh, so Nunk knows that everyone on the Voyager will die a whole lot if they go through that fold. Ditto. And then they can harvest Seven's nanoprobes for profit, their favorite thing. So Hollow Barkley on the Voyager is succeeded, ha- succeeding handily at getting the Voyager to the fold. When suddenly the Ferengi get this phone call from Barkley and they assume it's Hollow Barkley saying, Boop, 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 you've been foiled. <laughs> oh no, you're done for, Nunk. Janeway's gonna two-mix the hell out of you if she finds you and I'm definitely Hollow Barkley and not for real Reg foiling your scheme. Wink. I, I didn't just say wink out loud. Nope, uh, real Barkley out. I mean, Hollow Barkley out. Damn it. But the Ferengi somehow believe this ruse because they're fools and they close the fold and Janeway rescues Seven from whatever else was going on. We murder the hell out of Hollow Barkley off screen and a chocolate passion punch all around the end. Did we get to see her take a sip of that fucking drink? No. Or has she once again been robbed of her chocolate? I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. Look, she got it last appearance. That's it. Did yeah. you notice that, like, when she realized it was Reg, she, like, covered up her cleavage? Yeah. Well, like, she didn't show more titty than that on the bridge I mean, how did all she, the how, time? How did she meet Reg? She met him because he had created a hollow avatar of her that was the goddess of empathy. Of empathy. I understand what you're saying, but, like, uh, again... I mean, honestly... Consider the pajim jams she was wearing on the fucking bridge most of the time. <laughs> but, yeah... A lot of things bothered me about uh, about that. The, not least of which is that they're still using like Zinka in the fucking twenty fourth oh, century. I thought yeah. that was really stupid too. I was like, "You're telling me there's nothing well, better because, than this yet?" Oh, because it's code for oh, this person's He's a dweeb. Yeah. You know? Oh, your your nose burns easily. Yeah, but it's not just it's not just like yeah. Yep. It's the co- especially it's like, if you're a dweeb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what it is. It's Barkley is allergic to whatever the. You know, because I'm trying to the 24th century instead of, of suntan, instead of like sunscreen, it's an injection. And he's allergic to that, just like Kirk's like allergic retinax. to retinax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but there was a reference there was, somewhere yeah. to taking an injection or a pill or something. Oh, for like sun radiation. For sun, yeah. Was that when Neelix got sunburned a couple weeks ago? Yes, I think right, so, actually. actually. Yeah. God damn, Ames has an uncanny. But yeah, that's no, all I remember brain. from that scene. It is so weird that that like putting too much sunscreen on your nose is like this. It, it's you know, shit. We need people to know this guy's a nerd, but he can't have a pocket well, protector. Because like, I feel like it started out as like kind. It, it started out as like a cool thing that surfers did and oh. like um, hot lifeguards. I think well, too. Like, yeah, lifeguards and surfers because it was like multicolored. They had all like neon colors and stuff, mm, and then it. No, you're shifted. thinking of that time that there was weird colored ketchup. I don't think this was the zinc. Oh, that's right. People used to put ketchup on their noses. Don't put that on your nose. Uh, it's... But yeah, no, no. They used to sell Zinca was the brand. It was like it was like neon colored. And it, zinc like, it had different nose. colors. Could you make patterns? Yeah, people did. They'd make Ooh. a little art. But then it turned into like, oh, you're a nerd if you put the put the colored zinc on your it nose. It is way fucking cooler to get melanoma. Way well, it's probably better. I mean, it, it's better just to wear. You know, normal sunscreen. Normal sunscreen. Well, it probably isn't because the... So, okay. Here's the thing about sunscreen is it's really supposed to, like, completely coat your skin and, like, not work in all the way. So, actually, the zinc probably does more blocking. Yeah, I think that that's the difference is the zinc the zinc oxide is actually a, a physical block. So, the sun never touches the skin, whereas the 
the other kind of the normal sunscreen that you get is like a chemical block where it, it soaks into your skin and does something to that to your skin to block something the radiation. Magical. All I know is, you know, Barkley chased his therapist to the beach. This episode should have been called "What About Reg?" Mm. <laughs> Baby steps mm-hmm. out of the hollow suite. Yep, tie him to the mast. But so this, I sail. So this beach was this beach beach on Earth. Beach. I, I think they said what where they were, but I missed it. Yeah, Chris was saying that it was Riza, but I don't remember. Oh, I don't saying. think it actually it was. Like, it didn't look like Riza because, like, a there weren't enough naked people or mostly True. naked people, and b and not a single horgong. But here's the thing: I'm guessing that's why Riker wasn't there, is because he was just so put off by having a vacation anywhere that wasn't sex planet. He actually was in Riza. He was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'll be a little late for our vacation. I've got to be at the office." Yeah. I liked all like we we saw a whole bunch of other people at the, on the beach scene with different makeups, and I liked mm-hmm. them. Yeah, there yeah, were lots some, of aliens. There were some fun ones. <laughs> the aliens. Uh, so according to Memory Alpha, she is on a beach somewhere. Oh, good. Oh, I'm glad they could narrow that down for us. But yes, yes, I liked the alien beachgoers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thoroughly distracted by the whole beach scene because there were some like weird cuts they did, and I'm sure it's just because shooting on location, like the waves didn't cooperate when yeah, they wanted it to do yeah. things. I'm certain they ADR'd that whole scene. Well, so, yeah, no see, way. So actually, I, I, at least on Paramount Plus, I don't know who the fuck mixed that scene. Oh, it's bad. But the waves were so loud. No, it was almost impossible to hear them. Hmm. Oh, that's rude. It was. Yeah, it was a weird scene. You know, I, I, I like seeing Marina Sirtis and uh, you know getting her getting work, but I, I just think it's weird that every time there's a Barkley episode, they have to make it also a Deanna episode. Yeah. Like, why can't Red just have an adventure on his own? He 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 didn't in projections, but that also wasn't technically that wasn't Reg. him either. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't actually Dang him. It. But like, yeah. yeah, no, it's just it's it's yeah. a whole because it just it it I think it. It cheapens his character a bit because it shows that he he hasn't really grown. Well, yeah. it shows he is getting help, which is something. I, yeah. do, I do think that is nice to see, but it, the fact that he's also treating Troy like his own personal... Yeah, well, when she chews him out, she chews him out for and, sa- and says, like, this is this is wildly inappropriate, and she's absolutely right. And, she, and like, are you having an emergency, Reg? Do you need immediate intervention to prevent your you you know harm to yourself then okay but it sounds like you're just having trouble at work and you could probably wait until i'm back in the office but it turns out he's right he's always right they never listen to him and he's always right every time every Every time time. like i actually really like they're like reg why don't you just fucking go home loser and he's like okay but remember last time when i was fucking right and the time before that when i was right yeah, and I liked Commander Harkins. He seemed like a good enough boss, but nope, he, he's wrong because Reg is always right. Well, it's like, you know, Caitlin, you were starting to just rattle off the list of people who are always right that no one ever listens to. Reg, the EMH, Worf, Worf. <laughs> perhaps the Shields captain. No, no, approach this <laughs> diplomat. Oh my god, the ship's exploding. Yeah, but the thing, the thing about Worf is <laughs> his, his usual answer is we should attack them. Well, yes, that's bad, but even when he just asks Shields, maybe? A little bit of... Just a tiny bit of precaution? And he's still shot down. So he might as well... You know, they're gonna say no anyway. I, I'm just gonna shoot for the moon. Mm. 
Maybe if I ask for too much, they'll at least put the fucking shields up. Take that, the moon. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it did. Permission to fire photon torpedoes. No, Mr. Wolf. Shields will do. Ah, clever. Clever Wolf. I don't know why the ship just doesn't usually have shields up. It just seems like a good How many times do I have to tell them to put locks on the doors? I imagine it eats up a fair bit of energy. Yeah, but like if even if no matter the situation, if you're encountering an unknown ship, Oh yeah, if you're meeting if someone you're, new you should if definitely you're encountering but, far but it's like it's like there's a, there's this whole like protocol. There's it's like, oh we can't have our shields up because they'll think we're we're defensive. It's like, oh well, yeah we should, you should be, be defensive. until we until we've seen, worked it out. Have you seen how often you're caught with your fucking pants down? That's why they had to switch to jumps Suits. Just uh, one big happy fleet. Yeah. Uh, but anywho, I can I like I I have a question about Reg. Do it. I know that like he does talk to Deanna Deanna about like his mental health stuff, but I kind of haven't really been getting the impression that it's been as like a professional thing. It's been more of like a friendly thing. That's interesting. Yeah, that's kind of that's the thing. That's the impression I've been under so from their that's... last couple of interactions. But then this time she said, you're a therapist. So well, it's like, wait, are you? Wait. And I just felt like that was strange. Because, like, that's the thing is, if he was showing up and following his therapist to her vacation, then yes, it's weird. And it would be weird even if it was just as a friend. But, like, I feel like he just kind of reaches out to her when he needs, like, a friend to, like, give good advice. I don't feel like he's visiting her twice a week. Like, right now, Troy is on the Enterprise E flying around doing shit. That's her job. Uh Her job is therapist and counselor and and general empath and helper helper of Picard on the E. I assume Barkley should have help that isn't light years away all the time. Well, I mean, I guess, you know... Local help. Yeah, probably, but also, you know, a therapist is a pretty, you know intimate relationship. Yeah, and people's therapists move away all the time and you get a new one. Yeah, Mine but, died. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God! They, they I'm move, sorry, they therapist. They move away and die. It's going to be very traumatic to people, I think. So <laughs> Yeah, definitely fuck with the noodle a little. Yeah, so Poor I don't know. I don't, blame, I don't blame her for wanting to keep up the professional relationship. But I, but I think that's more leave. just because she's afraid of him, not because yeah. she's actually his therapist. Well, then she should definitely... I feel like... Deanna's in a fraught position because he is also fixated on her specifically. She, her first request should have been, someone other than me needs to talk to Barkley. Mm. Because when it comes from me, he's thinking about boobies and stuff. And I can tell, because you know what? Guys, actually, I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure you're an empath. Any of us can see his eyeline. Ah. You were kind of looking vaguely confused earlier, okay. by the way. Uh... That sounds we like something I would look like. Referencing what about Bob, which I don't is know it. Uh, oh a my Bill God, Murray movie. Such a good movie about uh, Bill Murray plays this guy who is just so neurotic. His name is Bob. He's oh. so neurotic. He makes early appearances. Reg look sane. <laughs> oh my. Oh yeah. Oh no. And and, and he, he drives Richard Dreyfus fucking insane, and it's great. Well, so it and actually such a good movie. It starts with his therapist, who isn't Richard Dreyfus. It's Deanna Troy. Quitting therapy to get away from Bob. Amazing. And he hoists Bob off on Richard Dreyfus. But the thing is, Bob's like, oh, hi, you were recommended by your colleagues. Like, oh, great. Uh, let's make an appointment. I'm about to go on vacation, though, so see you in a month. And Bob's like, wait, what? And he, I'm going on vacation with you. He follows him to vacation, and it kind of spirals out of control from there. Yikes. It's a great movie, though. And I, I love it. I would highly recommend it. I watch it with you. Okay. I love I'm it. I'm down for that. Yay. 
So uh, I like that this episode does continue the the new apparently new running gag that the the doctor never gets to play golf. That was oh cute. yeah, what? that was unexpected. In an outfit that he stole directly from one of the Three Stooges. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it was terrible. Yeah, the doctor's golf is the new Troy's chocolate. At least he didn't have mm. a space club this time. Mm. Oh, was it a normal club? I didn't check. Yeah, it, was, it seemed to just be a regular driver. Rats. That that hollow Barkley was going to snap over his head. Dude, Hollow Barkley was a dick. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Dwight Schultz was trying to do with it. Because it's like, what are you? You're not Barkley, but with charisma, like in Hollow Pursuits. You're just this other thing now. It's, it's Barkley with confidence. Are you the guy well, from the A-Team? But it's like Barkley with confidence. It's, it's it, like Barkley with confidence, but Barkley writing Barkley with confidence. Yeah, which yeah. is just Barkley being fucking obnoxious. Yeah, How much are you from the Ferengi? That is... A just, good question. just the cop. Because we've seen Barkley with confidence in the nth degree. And oh, true. Yeah. It was much less off putting. Yeah, and he was, I mean, he, no, he was extremely off putting, but. In a different way. In a different way. A new and exciting kind of off putting. Every episode. Like, this one is just like, this is, I think, how Barkley would imagine himself if he were better. Mm. I'm a big puffed up man. Yeah. I did like that Dwight Chels was like pitching his voice down and. Holding yeah. himself a little oh, different. I fucking hated everything about him. I mean, I, 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 I think it. I think from a from an acting perspective, I think it it was it worked. It made yeah. sense. It did. It made sense. Yeah. Uh, my first fear was that when they, oh god they have a hollow signature. Oh no, it's going to be Vic Fontaine, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Delete it. <laughs> it's going to be Andy Dick. Starfleet thought you could use some entertainment. See that no, was, that would have been a great concept for an episode. No, 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 not Vic Fontaine. Oh, thank Joe God. Piscopo's comedian. Yeah, no. Um, On the way Starfleet, here, Starfleet sends an updated EMH. <laughs> oh, they're like they're like, hey, listen, we got some Mark Fours or you know what, you know, Mark Sixes that you know we we know that you your EMH has been running for a long time and, and you know we're gonna upgrade you. I don't know. I feel like that would have to have happened before. What was the name of the one mm. with? Lewis Zimmer's Lifeline? and Diamond. Lifeline, Lifeline, thank you. Because I think in Lifeline, you kind of under... Like, everyone who's, who interacts with EMH learns, like, oh, no, just let him do his thing. He's fine. Yeah. And he'll be pissed if you try to change him at all. Like, if they did it, it would definitely be without telling Zimmerman that well, they were But it sounds like it. Zimmerman's basically been pushed aside to work on his Iguanas. animals. <laughs> yeah, true. Go or, on his flies. They call the flies him the name? Lord of Roy. the Flies. Roy, thank you. Roy yeah. See, like that would have been an interesting concept for an episode once they had regular contact. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good, good idea. Write that fanfic, Jake. Sure, mm. but yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, what what did y'all think of the uh, the Ferengi or for well, how did how did Ferengi, Ferengi. 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 like Ferengi. <laughs> the Ferengi? How did you feel about the Ferengi being the uh, the, the villains here? It felt like a retread of TNG. Yeah. yeah, like wow, Starfleet, you're fucking up this badly in the face of the Ferengi. Now, tell you might know this since, you, since you do the research. TBD. Was not the main Ferengi, but one of his henchmen. Was it the actor that played Damon Bach? Because I think it might have been the actor that played Damon Bach. Uh, I do not have this information, so I do not know. I was thought I thought one of them was familiar, also, but I could definitely not have told you it was because of Damon Bach or which Ferengi I thought yeah. was. Familiar. Well, because I because I when I first saw the Ferengi ship, I made the joke like, "Oh, Damon Bach, he's back!" And then nah. they showed the show. I'm like, "Wait, are they? Is it Damon Bach?" <laughs> oh. And then they said. It was it was a different captain. I was like, okay, so it's not Damon Bach, but I think that might be the same actor. I just 
I just almost made my same Kess, Kess Who's Back joke, but <laughs> guess who's Bach? <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, I know. Bach I, is back. <laughs> I was already fucking sick of Umox jokes. Cause oh, my God. God. Not what the that. fuck? I bet you those good Umox. Look at, look at those Borgy hands. Mm. Oh, God. I wanted to vomit. Yeah, no. This, this really was just like... Three, no. ran- three randos or the, the three just just terrible Ferengi. Like after all the work they've done to kind of make the Ferengi more three dimensional in Dis- uh, Discovery, Jesus Christ, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Hell, even in False Prophets, I think they were fine. And yeah, character- and they were and they were characters from TNG. I just think that the Ferengi are only good if Quark is there. Also, Quark uh, has to be there. Otherwise, it's just Frank Corsentino. Damon Bach, Tog, Gegas. So yes. Oh yeah! Wow, that good call. Nice. Good call, Jake. I did not recognize him. Yeah, I was disappointed because you know the, the the episode like the screenshot for the episode on online was in fact the three Ferengi. So wait, give it oh, away first of all. Damn, that's that's that should have been a picture of Reg. Yeah, but then yeah, I was just like, oh boy, Ferengi, and I was like, oh, it's bad Ferengi. I'm sad. <laughs> Surprised now. they didn't hiss about I mean, yeah, clips. Yeah, it wasn't that bad Ferengi. Like there's, that, there's yeah. a spectrum of bad Ferengi. These are like, yeah, these are like uh, rascals Ferengi. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's who they are. They're or or even the battle Ferengi because they're like, they're they're the scheming kind of. Yeah, I feel like Ferengi. Fer- Ferengi schemes have to have, and maybe maybe the nanoprobes would have been such a great prize that it's worth all this fucking effort they're putting in. But I feel like Ferengi don't really do that. But here's the thing. There's gotta be a better way to get Borg nanoprobes. There does. Like, considering... Yeah, but remember that Ferengi are cowards. Yeah, but there's probably... I imagine it wouldn't be too hard to get your hands on a Borg corpse. Yeah. Right? Like, somebody's selling them. Yeah, oh, yeah. go to the Starfleet Museum thing from Season 3 also, Picard. What did they say? It was six bars of latinum per... Nanoprobe, something like that. Some huge amount. Yeah, they could have just asked her for a blood sample and got on their way and been rich beyond measure. That's true. Keeping her alive because she produces more. Yeah. Well, they couldn't get her alive. That's that's also true. They're all about the quick buck. She was like, "You'll never take me alive, Ferengi." Ferengi. Ferengi. I like that. Apparently, someone corrected him between scenes because later he did say Ferengi. Funny, but not before he said, "Don't." Correct me, it sickens <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I loved to when it was like, yep, that's his ship. It's like, how can you tell? It looks like every it other did. one of those. Unless it literally had like a name tag splashed across it that Which... said Nunk on it. <laughs> I thought those were big ships too, and it looked like there were just three guys on that ship. Yeah, I swear, I, I feel like... Ferengi, whatever those are, are kind of like... Marauders. are kind of like Klingon birds of prey. Because I remember at some point we were like, there just must be different sizes of that ship mm. because some have like a crew of 12 and others seem to have dozens of people. So like, it's like only Starfleet has as much ship variety. Everyone mm. else just has like three kinds of ship in a bunch of different sizes. Mm. I'll, have a, I'll have a small... Yeah, exactly. I want a kitty-sized. <sighs> Meow. Yeah. Yeah, so these Ferengi, like, they had the ability to, to, they intercept the message, it was fine, they realized, oh, Barkley stuck a thing on here, it's really terrible, so we'll, we'll fix it up, we'll give it a bigger cock. Ferengi-sized cock. 
It's canon, guys. Um, so they do that. So they got all the hollow technology. That doesn't surprise me. Frankie do this. But then they can go and they can hang out in this fold. This mm-hmm. quantum, what is it freaking called? I didn't write it on this sheet. I wrote it on the other sheet. Fold. How How do the fuck do they control this fold? Yeah, with a little beam of light. Yeah, they, they had to have bought that science off of somebody else. Hmm. It's not that Ferengi don't have scientists. We met that one in TNG. Oh, yeah, but these, Rega. Yeah, these three are not scientists. Well, wasn't Rega, he was studying, like, shielding for... Getting close to suns, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was yep. metafieldic shielding, which came up in this episode. So, too. so there might maybe maybe that's where they got this from. Maybe they were uh, friends or, or relatives of him, and maybe. they knew about his work. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I just yeah, but whoever came up with this, it was not these three. These three are idiots. <laughs> yeah, one was like, ah, my cousin, uh, he died. He was murdered <sighs> with the, by getting into a sun, so we can use that for our benefit. But also, like, this seems like, well, yeah, I guess you need two conjuncting red dwarfs or whatever, but... Conjuncting? Getting very Conjuncting, junking. What's your <laughs> what, is, what, what does that mean? I honestly am just, I was, I couldn't think of the word I wanted, so I thought of the great conjunction from the dark crystal and went from there. So the opposite of science. Yeah. Fantasy Muppets. Yeah. Magic. But yeah, this, this system, though, seems like, all right, yeah, obviously you can't send anything biological through it. But this seems like it would be a good way to send Voyager stuff. Yeah. Because it popped across the galaxy in instantly. That's true. Yeah, or even just, you know, you could send ship with a bunch of holog- holograms on it. Or Yeah, but then you just got a bunch of holograms hanging out with you, and then it's like, then now what? So many Vic Fontaines. They're all singing. We could let the EMH retire. Oh, see, that's okay. That I'm writing my episode right now. The okay. EMH is like at first he's really opposed to the idea, but then they start golfing together. But then, but then it's like he's like, oh, I could have so much time for activities and and like pursuing my passions. So yeah, I'm gonna retire, and then retirement doesn't agree with him. Oh, that would be a good episode. Yeah, that would actually. I like it. How, how how hard do you think they tried to get Jack Nicholas to guest as himself on the holodeck? Oh, that'd be funny. Mm-hmm. I think it's too bad that um, of all the things that Star Trek kind of was able to predict, they didn't predict 3D printers per se, like replicators sort of are. But I feel like if somebody in the space station needs a certain wrench to fix a thing, they just send them a file for their 3D printer. Mm. That's the truth. They did that on the ISS. That's what I'm saying, yeah. This, mm-hmm. the, yeah, that's what I was talking... Yeah, that's what I meant. So yeah. I'm surprised that, like, they don't send them stuff, like, even if what Barkley was saying about, yeah, we've had these great new innovations and, yeah, innovations in fold whatevering. You would think that they probably have had some sort of, like, you know, forward momentum in certain things that they could send to them to maybe get them home more quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, and that's what they, you know, that's what Admiral Paris was saying. Like, we should be sending them technical schematics, not holograms. Boy's right, damn it. Except Roy. Roy is all, all the Voyager now. <laughs> so, so many, many Roy's. Roy's. Oh, God. Changing topics. What did you guys think of Leosa, Barkley's little Dabo girl? How did he not know? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Bat, batting the way, uh, way out of his league. Well, it's not there. even that. She's just like, can you... Uh, I just, even even if we take away the fact that she was, like, very good looking, like, because, well, not very good looking, but 
but too good looking for Barkley, by, <laughs> I guess. Because, like, unattractive guys get attractive women all the time. It's just a thing that happens. Yeah, but they need other a- attributes, I True. Think. Yes, yes, like a lot of money or something. But this is a post-scarcity society, so... Yeah, so you at least gotta have a winning personality. Oh, and... yeah, that's true. Oh, no. But, like, it's, it's not even that, though. Like, she just looks like... A Dabo girl who is definitely, like, just dating you for your money or whatever. Like, Well, it was also sort of suggested in that scene that she might have been a prostitute. Because when when she's like, teacher, oh, whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, client. Whatever the client asked for. And I'm like, hmm. She definitely has a nun's outfit at home. And there's a moment where she's talking about the Ferengi and she says, my boss and i was like did she almost say pimp or boyfriend yeah. because i feel like it was one of those maybe both maybe pimp boyfriend See, that's, um, so she this... definitely has a vedic outfit at home ah. she said that she said that oh yeah that's right she did <laughs> yeah see this is uh this is this is what's ferengi man yeah so i'm getting i'm starting to really get the impression that dabo girl really is just a euphemism and like yeah they'll stand around the dabo table but there's some dark shit going on here. There's some human trafficking happening in the well, Ferengi I mean, Dabo industry. Fucking your boss is literally in their contracts, so yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeesh. Fucking Ferengi. Yeah, Ferengi claimed up and down, like, oh, one, the one thing the Ferengi never did was slavery, but I have a feeling it's because they have a strict definition. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, exactly. But she, pay si- them? she signed a contract. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's apparently going to get 10% of... A bajillions bajillion of fucking, bars of yeah. latinum. So she'll. That's so a lot true. of bajillions. Like, yeah. If if but of course I'm sure the Fereng- the Ferengi put a uh, escape clause like mm-hmm. the ten percent after expenses. You know, do some old yeah, Hollywood math. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they bought her the dress. Do you guys did you guys recognize that dress? No. So it's. I'll give you one hint. It's red. Was it what's her name? Wait, what's her name? Oh no. God, Cisco's ghost girlfriend or whatever. Oh. She wasn't a ghost, but she was a facet of a personality. Is that what it was? Fena. Okay. I was thinking it might have been. God, I forgot Minuet. about that until right now. <laughs> when you said red like that. Yes. It's like oh, this woman is red, and it's like I read that oh, the red dress makes an appearance, and the moment I see it on screen, I'm like oh yes, it does. I recognize that dress. <laughs> Lady in red. I was thinking that too. We're, we're apparently Great. officially at the point where I've begun to forget early DS9. Oh no, so. we have to do a rewatch with Caitlin. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to join me for the next one. I've already restarted. It's like TOS, mostly gone. TNG, mostly gone. Apparently I'm starting to lose DS9. By the time we get to Discovery, I'll be losing Voyager. Oh my gosh. But no. don't worry, he's already deleted lots of unimportant things to, you know, keep these as long as possible. Like, I don't know, his dad's birthday. T-A-S. Just completely gone except Bem, despite all my best efforts. Oh, you poor Well, that's thing. because he's the stuff of fucking nightmares. Well, I'm, glad I'm glad we're doing our blogtivity this week while your memories are still... Intact. Are still, yeah, partly there. Uh, what else did I have on this episode? Oh, I loved the the comment that Reg made while he was pretending to be a hollow him. Mm. Of um, Vidian Phage Torpedo. Yes! I commented on that too. Good touch. It was funny. Those would be fucking terrifying. Right? It's a bio-warfare of some kind. And, ugh. Mm. Yeah, the Vidians are like, even though we don't see them a ton, a ton, I do feel like they were very effective when we saw them. Because just the idea of them stripping people of their bits. Yeah. They got better. Yeah, they're, they're rough. Jason uh, Alexander fixed them. So he claims. <laughs> the liar. <laughs> 
Uh, one more question. Can you mind meld a hologram? Uh, you can, uh, hmm. The hologram directly? No. If you can get to whatever computer bank it's program is in maybe okay because spock did mind meld with nomad well what if it's uh what if i mean the mobile emitter right that's what can mm. you mind meld the mobile emitter it's just like little 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 fingers on the mobile emitter. i love it like that yeah that's the thing you'd have to be like my mind to you he's gonna look hold on wait that's true is the mind meld limited by the size like could you like could you physically mind meld with an ant without squishing it not without squishing it <laughs> That's why you need an Ant-Man helmet. Mm. Although ants are already, you know, possibly slightly uh, telepathic anyway. Maybe if you just, you really, can, can they like Ants are slightly telepathic. Can they, is it like sense or something? Is or it like, dancing like, like, like bees? Like, like pheromones that they use to communicate? I don't know that it's... That makes a lot more sense than my crazy idea. But I do like the idea of just a Vulcan going in, just being very delicate, and just barely touching one of the antennae to, to mind meld. Wait, are you thinking antennae work like radio antennae? Shut up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that are would be amazing. saying they don't? I have to ask my aunt friends. To ask my auntie. Ever. I had a, I have a, I have a, a, a relative who, when we were kids, communes with ants. Believed that he could commune with cats telepathically. Well, yeah. All you have to do is get that parasite in you, and you can. Mm. <laughs> I'm guessing this is your relative who is also a furry. Oh. Yeah. That wow. Is... That's. <laughs> yeah, you know. Keeper cut that. TBD, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was too busy googling our ants telepathic. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sad how quickly telepathic came up as an option. It's like, oh, enough people have asked this without feeling bad about it. <laughs> I want to know what all the other autofills were for our ants. Blank. <laughs> our ants in my pants. Well, you know who's who has ants in their pants is seven of nine in body and soul. Moving on. That's not that's not ants. That's the doctor. Oh, gross! Fucking doctor, you're gross. Yeah, it's awful. All right, let's talk body and soul. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're already in agreement that it's awful because I was ready to go on eight tears if you guys weren't there with me. So here we go. Uh, Doc Seven and Kim they're Delta flying around and they suddenly get attacked by the Lokirim, a species that really hates photonic beings. You know, like holograms. And oh shit, we have one of those. Oh gosh. Quick, we have to hide the EMH somewhere. How about inside Seven's face? Nope. Uh, so, the EMH is now effectively possessing Seven of Nine. So Ugh. she's just a prisoner in her own body. Ugh. While her body and Harry are prisoners of the Locarum. Surprise! Uh, so we meet their captain, Rannick, who also wants to be inside Seven's body. If Yo! You, if you know what I mean. Damn. Biologically. Speaking of biologically, over on the Voyager, Tuvok's exhibiting some interesting symptoms that he hasn't experienced in seven years, dot, dot, dot. What could that be? Neelix, hide all the plomeek soup. Uh, So Paris is being a pretty good dude about it and trying to help Tuvok out with whatever the injections are that he and EMH had concocted. And it's not working and it's not working. So you know what, Tuvok? We're going to hook you up with a fuck puppet of your wife. And Tuvok's like, fucking fine. However... We run across the fucking Lokirum again! More Lokirum! They fly in and they say, no hollow things until you're through our space. So Tuvok has the bluest balls. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> over on Rannick's ship... 
something happened to Caitlin. <laughs> you. You <Yay>. happened. <laughs> uh, so over on, on Rannick's ship, another Locurum ship, the EMH is enjoying having sensations while he's in Seven's body. Ugh. Like eating food and drinking drinks and getting back rubs and making out with faces. And it's all like... Okay, Doctor has, you know, never experienced things before. And then you realize, oh god, it's actually really upsetting because Seven did not consent to any of this. Also, she's super aware of all of it. And that's, well, even if she weren't, if she wakes up and real and w- realizes, why am I still hungover? God damn it, Doc, I hate you. I just feel like it's gotta be worse to be floating through some kind of sleep paralysis oh, yeah. nightmare where you can see the man's lips closing in on your face like but in, you can't stop it. It's like, a, it's like a Malkovich moment and it's horrifying. So look forward to that because we'll discuss it at night. She stumbles out of the bathroom. I told you no spicy food! Oh, Oh. no. Gross. Uh, Harry, who the Locarum have been keeping locked up while Seven just gets free reign of the ship whenever she wants for some reason. Boobs. Boobs. Yeah. And Seven, who also also gets to come out every so often, they make this plan to to send the Locarum ship's command codes to Voyager. If only they can get to the Delta Flyer. So Doc realizes, huh, I've got a plan. And he says to, to Rannick, I'll make out with your face, but only on the Delta Flyer. And Rannick says, boy, yo, 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 I'm there. <laughs> Direct quote. But gasp, a surprise hypo that was hiding somewhere on Seven's body. I don't know where. We start a battle with Voyager for fun. Uh, and Rannick gets blasted in the face and not in the fun way. <laughs> Damn. I brought that joke back just for Chris. So EMH, who's out out and about now because fuck all of this, he says, "I'll make your face pretty again, Ronick. It's all gonna be fine." So now you're all you're all cool with photonics forever, right? Right? Okay, you're probably not. Damn it! But let's get out of here. Oh, and Tuvok got his rocks off at some point. Cheesecake all around the end. So much cheesecake. A lot. Cheesecake of, looked good actually. That was a huge fucking slice of cheesecake. I would. That though. was Cheesecake really Factory good. size. No, it was actually much taller than Cheesecake Factory slices by my. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah, theirs are often quite wide, but well, it depends. Some of their like weird layered ones get pretty tall. But, I, 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 when I but used their to, plain cheesecake like that the, was. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I used short. to get the tiramisu flavored cheesecake, mm-hmm. which is the best of both worlds. Um, now I want cheesecake. Yeah. Fuck. Cheesecake's delicious. Y'all got any cheesecake? No. Man, there are so many Reese's products these days. We were in this convenience store the other day, mm-hmm. and there's like a whole shelf of it's of different Reese's products. Yep. All, they've, they've gone crazy. It's insane. Even the Take 5. I didn't know. Uh, was the Take 5 always Reese's, or was it? Oh, yeah, no. That's been around for years. Well, I know, but was I Oh, yeah, it was always Reese's. Brand. It was always Reese's? Mm. Okay. No, I wasn't it sure. wasn't. Take what? 5 used to just be Take 5. Really? No, it didn't oh. used to be a Reese's. Okay. Product. That's okay. what I thought. You're I misremembered that. Yeah. Are you sure you're thinking of that and not the... Um, Fast break because that's might. always been recent. I might be. Anyway, take five is delicious. I take like, five I is love pretty. That's a take great. Five. Well, because that's got pretzels. Great. Anything mm-hmm. with pretzels in yeah. is okay with me. Salt and chocolate, hell to the yeah. ass. Salty. So salty surprise. No. Why? Oh, listen to you. <laughs> She's giving you shit after being like, "Oh, he wants to be insider," and her answer is boing. <laughs> Um, See, I know you, I know you said inside her, but I heard insider, and then I just imagined mm. like swimming in a pool of cider. Yeah, that yeah. sounds fun but <laughs> sticky. This episode was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. Here's the one thing. The one thing I'll say that was good about this. Jerry Ryan was having the time of her fucking life. And her her playing the EMH was fucking great. great. Like that part, like that was 
great. Everything around, like, not just the A plot, the B plot. <laughs> what? Fucking yeah. what? Who decided we needed this? Uh, An idiot. Fans who've been counting and saying it's been seven years and Tuvok should have gone well, by now. I think I speak for everyone at this table when I say, this, this is, is pawn far, far enough. enough. <laughs> Here's the thing. It hasn't been seven years. It has been six and a half-ish. And for all we know, right before he went off with the Maquis, he had his last pawn far. Mm, but, they, but they know it's going to be another couple of months. We're going to hit it, hit pawn far because it's seven seasons. Yeah, they had to do it. It could have just happened off screen. We didn't yeah. need to see it. We've been here. We've done that. It doesn't need to happen every fucking I mean, time there's a Vulcan on board. Oh my god, are we going to have Ponfar and goddamn Enterprise? Oh, oh, we are going to have the worst Ponfar and Enterprise. Yeah, he's right. I hate that episode. It's bad. Well, of course it fucking is because it's a Ponfar episode. We're going to in fact, we're we're going to say this is Pon too far. This time you've pawned too far. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't need two box pawn far. Also, apparently it didn't work on Vork, but it worked on him. Maybe because he actually had a mate and it was a version of his mate. Yeah. I'm Still stupid. And also because Tuvok is older and therefore has better control and he was doing more meditation, which Vork failed at. Also, apparently we learned from this that... Uh, he also had the injections or whatever. Yeah. Vulk may have... Doc probably started developing them right after that episode. Thank God. But, um, turns out the Vulcans have something in common with the... Betazoids. Thank you. Uh, that they get hornier as they get older. Mm. I'm glad you could tell exactly where I was going. New Vulcan power. Here's something that I find a little interesting, though. Tell me. So, at first, Tuvok wasn't going to go for it because, you know, he's married. And it occurred to me that fidelity in this context, is illogical. I said the same damn That's thing. That's true. He like, did. If Tuvok was the one during the uh, the, the, the Vork episode, name's gone. Bad times had by all. That's the one. Tuvok was right away saying, Vork, go fuck whoever you can. Get it done. Yeah. Tuvok, yes, fucking get it done. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, and, it, like, and, and that whole idea of get it done, get her done, Ugh. like that goes all the way back to Star Trek Three, right? Which yeah. is what Savick did. Yeah. Like, she didn't do that out of, like... Blood fever, that's the name of it. Yeah. She didn't do, do, the, do, the, do the nasty do the because she wanted to get with Spock. She did it because, oh, if I don't fuck this kid, he'll die. Yeah, like, that's what I said. It was like, okay, they're Vulcan. Like, if I don't fuck, I die. Logically, I have to fuck. I'd let him die. Wait, Vork should have had a partner, though. Because they, like, bond them to their partner when they're children. I don't know if they do that with everybody. Yeah, that might just be, like, a rich family. Right. Spock is, like, Spock's family's pretty fancy, yeah. But, yeah, Ponfar's never... The only Ponfar episode that isn't just, like, fucking hell is the original. Yeah. And even then, I remember having, like, so many qualms about it. Yeah, but at least that one, you can go, like, it was the 60s. yeah. It, it led us to a fun place watching a fight. Yeah. And we get the great music and it's all fine. Yeah, but Pond like... Far was irrespective of, of the quality of the episode. It's like the same with fucking Mirror Universe. It was fine when TOS did it. Everyone else knock it off. No, yes, no. Now, you mentioned blue balls <laughs> in the uh, intro. And I have to say the biggest blue balls of all... Chell wasn't in this one. Ah! And, uh, uh, were mine. What? When, when the audience... <laughs> blatantly dangled uh, Neelix holding a bowl of soup oh. to, in front of us. And oh, that yeah. soup stayed on the tray. 
It did. How did the soup stay on the tray? That's a good point. Check off soup. Tuvok is a good man who doesn't waste soup. <laughs> I appreciate that Neelix was like, okay, you're clearly having a sick. I'm not going to do anything weird. I'm going to make the blandest broth I can because you're my buddy. Maybe, oh, no, here's, here's the thing. Maybe, like, because it obviously wasn't public that he was pawn far. Like, Jane, yeah, Jane, no, Janeway he, sussed it out. Yeah. Well, she's known him so long. Yeah, so she figured it out, and, t- and Tom obviously knows it because he's got some medicals up, but there's no way Neelix knows it. But he might suspect it because he knows that the pawn far exists. True. And he knows that the one sure way to test if a Vulcan man is going through Ponfar is to present <laughs> him with a bowl of soup. Remind me how Neelix knows the Ponfar exists? Is it because he was Tuvix at one point? Because well, of Vorik, right? Did like, he interact with Vorik? No, but I assume that well, but he's also spreads on the ship. We also just know he's like studied up on Vulcan culture. Yeah. They don't put Ponfar in books. No, but Starfleet Medical did. I, Bones I just, wrote a very lengthy, yes. very embarrassing Hero. article. Hero Bones. just such a nosy ninny that he would definitely have discovered upon far by yeah. now. What is it? They said he had the something or other flu. Tarkadian? Tarkalian flu. Tarkalian right. flu, and that comes up in TOS. I was going to say, it sounded familiar when oh, I looked it up. Oh, wait a minute. But... Tarkalian slug devil worm. Dip, uh, in Trouble with Tribbles, oh. there's something about a Targalian something worm. Oh, fair Hold enough. Hold on a minute. Wait, 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 wait. All the awful stuff comes Isn't from Tarkalian. Isn't there also Tarkalia. like a Tarkalian <laughs> tea or something? There might or some be. some other Tarkalian. Like... Tarkalian tea just came up. Yep, wow. that's one. Tarkalian... Well, time to segue into this week's blogtivity. All the Tarkalian stuff. Yikes. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if like Tarkalian is sort of like the their equivalent of like Chinese, like just any, like you know how like people are like, oh, it's a Chinese finger trap, or oh, it's Chinese this, or like if yeah, I feel like there was this idea, like Starfleet, in, just... in the past that people would just say things were Chinese to just be like, oh, they're kind of weird, they're they're not the same as the things you're used to. It's it's Starfleet racism. Yeah, exactly. Starfleet mm. casual racism. Oh, it's a Tarkalian fire drill. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we got. Unless we have more to pawn far about. No. Thank God. I mean, the, the, the alternate is the other thing. True. Can So the Doctor is new to sensation, but he seems to not be overwhelmed by it. Like, he seems to understand first smell. Mm-hmm. Because Harry clearly shit himself <laughs> once they were captured. So what is that smell? Harry, gross! I kind of wondered if, like, I guess he did ultimately admit that he was perspiring, but at first I was like, is he just wearing really offensive, like, cologne? That's what I was waiting for it to be, and I'm kind of disappointed it wasn't. Because <laughs> you definitely know he would have sprayed extra on his pits if he knew he was going to be on a way message, a mission with uh, Seven. Like, yeah. he's probably still hoping somewhere deep down in, oh, he definitely in there. Is. I mean, I'm also just imagining that the doctor might not know what humans smell like. Or, like, not, mm. like, well, but... I don't know, it kind of makes sense that, that a doctor hologram would be programmed to be able to smell. You'd think. Because I feel like that's a di- diagnostic tool. Yeah, yeah. Is your wound festering? Let me give it a sniff. I mean, his sensors can probably pick up whatever chemical traces and then it tells him mm. equals this. Yeah. He doesn't actually have to... Yeah, so B.O. might not be one of the uh, the things that he's familiar with. Because yeah. by all accounts, humans are very smelly. That's but true. We're, but we're just... <laughs> evolutionarily predisposed to filter it out. They said they were on the Delta Flyer for at least three days. 
Does the Delta Flyer have a sonic shower? It probably does. Like a very small one, like a camp one, but yeah. Okay, I hope so. I imagine that coffin that you can slide into, uh, you know, will, uh... God damn the escape pod. That's, that's a nice thing about a sonic shower. You don't need water for it, so... I also would argue that that's the shitty thing about a sonic shower. Yes. I feel like half the joy of the shower is that it's, like, warm and wet and Yeah, no, delightful. sonic showers sound awful. We've discussed this. I think, they'd be, I think they'd be great. Um, here's the thing. Tingly. So, at first I was like, man, he's enjoying all these sensation, but all this food and drink, he's going to have to piss and shit so much. But nope, that's when he hands it back over to Seven. Yeah, it's like, all right, you deal with it. But then it Well, what's occur- the real shame? Because he's missing out, you know? Well, then it occurred to me, um, <laughs> does Seven of Nine... Piss and shit? Piss and, and shit? Or do, like, the nanoprobes take care of that? Oh my god, I've never thought cause, of this. Because here's the thing, she lives, she lives in the Chris cargo horrified. bay. She lives in the cargo bay. Which doesn't have a bathroom, yeah, as far as we know. She really is the perfect woman. She doesn't have to she, piss her so shit. So it occurred to me that she might just, like... The Does nat- she use the shower? Or do the nanoprobes just kind of eat the gunk off of her? I don't know. Wow. Doctor says she always smells great. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. creepy fuck. Granted, huh. he was smelling the wrist and not, like, the pits or anything. That's true. So, I mean, it could occur, it, could, it occurred to me that, like, <laughs> maybe that's just, maybe 7 or 9 just doesn't have to deal with that because I've never thought of this. But then it also occurred to me that if she is remotely human, she's going to be fucking ill as fuck after eating and drinking that much and having, like, never indulged. Because yeah. she only ever eats nutritional supplements. The yeah. doctor even gives oh, her yeah, shit about it. yeah, she's going to feel like total But, garbage. like, now she's eating giant pieces of cheesecake well, and entire meals and so that's, drinking. that's the thing. She might have to piss. She's eaten so much cheesecake, she is bound up for a month. She ain't shaved for ages. God damn it. I, I thought that last night. I was like, oh, well, she don't have to poop at least. You so. said it last night, too. No, I know. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said I thought it. Oh, I meant to say said if I said thought. Maybe you said said. I, don't I know. will I know when I go back and get this. Said th- what? Yes. Um, uh, I don't know it's on third, though. True. Caitlin was uh, waiting for the other crewman to hit on seven, too. Oh, the lady? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought we were going to have a real threes company situation. I said Rick Berman would never allow it. Yeah, not say, in this show. Gonna, well, that's the thing. No, but it was. It was super gay. But they're all, and they always pussyfoot around gay issues. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't count because she's possessed. Yeah, or it doesn't it's count because the doctor because Dax is, used to be a boy but and the, all this. But shit. the doctor oh. kissed the guy, or the guy kissed the doctor. So no, that's the, gay. But the guy thought he was kissing a lady. Yeah, but yeah, the but, doctor, see, that, but see, that's like that's. That's like, you know, this is some no like it, that's like some like in hot type of um, mm. gay, right? Where it's it's like, oh, but he doesn't know it's a man. So it's it's funny. <laughs> Which is, you know, even, a little dated even for, you know, 20, 23 years ago. That whole... Uh, you still yeah. see gay panic humor all over the place. Like, it definitely is finally starting to taper off, but... Yeah. I'm glad that... I'm glad... That they didn't make that an issue really at the end. Yeah, it was just like, oh, you know, you were actually kissing me, but and I'm just not your type. And it wasn't like there wasn't a gay panic. He wasn't like <laughs> he didn't Ace Ventura like panic shower and eat ten packs of gum. Yeah, soap. <laughs> eat the soap. So, at least they resisted that particular urge, but yeah. still, it was dumb. It was stupid. It was pretty dumb. Can confirm. <sighs> yeah, I think the thing that pissed me off the most about this episode, other than the... We'll get back to the... Well, there's so many things. Which thing do I want to talk about first? The biggest thing. Let's talk about the biggest thing first. And that was 
when Doc comes out and starts chastising Seven for never enjoying herself. Mm. He says, well, I had I had to do it and it's your fault because you you don't ever, ever indulge. And I was very angry on Seven's behalf because it's her choice. It's her choice. Why are you judging her for her choice? If she doesn't eat tons of cheesecake or drink Synthahol, it's because she doesn't want to. Don't judge her for that. And he never apologizes. And then the end scene, Seven comes in with some food and drink. And it reminded me very much of the whole Leia Brahms thing where it's mm. like, you're not going to apologize, yes. but I apologize. And now we're friends and I'm doing the thing you wanted me to do and fuck it. Yeah. I was well, so angry. Also, she literally was like, you were abusing my body. And two seconds later, they were like laugh tracking about it. Like, he was like, oh, 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 sorry, I overindulged. And I was like, there is nothing ho, ho, ho about you were abusing my body. Like, like that is a really fucking strong thing to say. There were ways to write this that would have made it not deeply upsetting. And they were not not able. (laughs) If if she just, you know, if if she'd been like, god damn it. And rather than chastising her, he was just like. I have to do it for the point. Live a little. Yeah, just being like. Wait, like, how do you how do you not do this all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, it's less judgy, more like more like my I would eyes not are... be able to control myself. Yeah, yeah, if it were more about him experiencing yeah, things that than her been not experiencing things and him judging her for it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that would have been a better way to handle it. Let's well, rewrite it. We could write this well, episode a, better. Here's the guys. other thing about this episode: it's not very once good. Once they had yes, but once they had the mobile emitter, the doctor can live offline. Oh, once, once in, in the seven moment. Yeah. 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 So, like, there's no reason for him to go back into Seven's body once they have the emitter. He well, that, can just be in the mobile emitter and they be had, asleep. That's why they had to come up with a stupid excuse of he had to be in there so she could see the stuff. And Yeah, but the thing is, she could just go see the stuff. Yeah, but she doesn't have that charm that the EMH like, has. The Rannick wouldn't fall in love with her. He's falling yeah, in love with EMH. Yeah, she could break his fucking neck <clears throat> if, she, yeah. if he tried to kiss her. She should have. Um, she should have. And then, and like, they were alone on the bridge. She could have taken that ship over. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, opened all the airlocks. Because that's what <laughs> she would have done. They let her wander around. And Very I was, freely. I was so... Like, the moment that we see the scene where she's in, in the med bay with Jaren, and Jaren's asking for help mm-hmm. with patience, it's like, why are you asking this person? You don't know her. What are you doing? <laughs> she's a prisoner of yours. <laughs> Here's another thing. So this race of people who is is so incredibly paranoid about photonics and, more and, who can, and who can detect photonics in ships that are just passing through just like somebody happens to be using the holodeck. Yeah. But does not cool. have internal sensors that go off when there's a photonic. Yeah, on you're the right. Ship. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, but also, Damn it. how would they be okay with someone who's part Borg? I yeah. feel like if you're freaked hey, out by weird technology Borg shit. Borg are a lot of things. But they're they physical. Made a light. It so, it no, like, but they're like super tech. I know. You know? It, it sounded like a we had holograms that we made slaves and then they revolted. No, oh, no, they were part of our families. Yeah. I wanted to hear more. I, I just wanted that episode. I mean, it sounded That'd be cool. Like it had yeah. a very, like, the the way that the that the the nurse lady Jaren Jaren uh, Faith Garland <laughs> the way she, the way she talked about it gave me real like antebellum vibes yes yeah. um, like they were clearly going for that that was well done yeah like here's a character who just 
doesn't fucking get how fucked up it is because they were raised with it. Yeah, which is like that's a really interesting thing. Like draw like drawing connection between like you know slavery and and photonics. Like we've done that a lot in Star Trek, and that could be a really interesting episode or a really interesting plotline in a totally different episode. It did not belong in this goofy body swap. Yeah, it's garbage. it's a little profit and lace, and that they think this was a comedy, and they. Like it's clear that they're trying to hit comic beats, but they're talking about Seven feeling violated and wronged, mm. and I'm not on board. It, it's sad because it's uh, directed by Robbie McNeil, who I like. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Damn it, Robbie. Didn't write it. Is that Paris? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, I don't. I don't know any of the actors' names in this show. I don't think any of the direction was particularly bad in this episode. No, it was directed well, and I think that I think like like you said, I think Jerry did a great job. Yeah. No. Fantastic. Um, yeah, all the actors in this did a really good job. I think it was misguided. Oh goodness, yes. By design, it was yeah. not going to be good. It's I, not as bad as Profit and Lace. No, by a long shot, but it ain't great. I do feel like you know I've been kind of thinking that like I feel like we're hitting kind of like a similar season seven losing steam that I feel like TNG had and even DS Nine had moments of just like they know they're in the home stretch and they're not always. We have in. we have to kill some time before the Big Ten episode sweep. Yeah, quick, let's play a baseball game. Because I feel like a lot of what we've had for this season so far is a lot of either it's fine or this, which is just oh, it didn't it didn't good. Critical care was great. That was yeah, yeah. That was that was an exception. Was, yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely still some some diamonds. Yeah, amongst. But again, them. I'd say this is probably the first genuinely like bad one. And even then, its average is dragged up by Jerry Ryan as the EMH. I really liked because you could definitely see exactly what she was doing. It was I thought it was really well done. Yeah, She's I hear fantastic. I hear that Picardo came and like pre-performed for her what the different scenes were, and she went and studied them and studied his movements and his elocution and all the stuff. I kind of like that less, in a way. You know what I mean? Not really. <laughs> Well, it doesn't feel like she's... If she's just copying his choices... I mean, but that's kind of the point, right? Yeah, the point is that she is she's doing an impression of him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not, it's not Seven doing an impression of, of the Doctor. It's, it's the Doctor. It's literally the Doctor. So it makes sense that, that she would be replicating... I wish they did this whenever someone was possessed by somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, turnabout fucking intruder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I guess I mean from an acting perspective, I don't love it. Not so, because not so much from a I mean, like results. The thing is, like, it's still impressive. I think plenty of people could easily have watched video of someone else and still not done a good of job pretending to be them. Yeah, I don't think it diminishes uh, what she did her talents at all. Uh, oh, did you guys recognize uh, Jared? By the way, the the uh, what was she called? The tactical officer girl. Um, she one of Bashir's weirdos. No. Oh, thank God. No. I, I did look her up because I was like, something about her is familiar. But I was, I did not realize it until I looked her up. Aha. Uh-huh. Who is? Uh, well, she was uh, Nurse Garland from Little Green Men. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. and Mariel, the girl from Invasive Procedures who dated the guy who took over Dax's symbiont. Yeah. Purportedly, and this is, this is actually kind of funny, uh, she was visiting the set with her husband, who we will see next week in uh, Flesh and Blood. And the casting director says, oh, hey, uh, Megan, how's it going? Uh, are you free for a couple episodes <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nice. Because I guess I, 
I don't know why they wouldn't have cast this role ahead of time, but they didn't. Maybe. Oops. So it's not like they had and something fell through? Or I don't know. All I know is that, that she was on set. She just happened to be there and, and met with the casting director who asked, hey, what are, what are your plans for the next couple of weeks? What's you up to? <laughs> nice. And uh, the captain is a, is a recurring person too he was ixtana rex yeah. on one little ship one of the that, Gem- yeah that's right one of the jempadars that's right would not recognize him yeah no no, no. a little less makeup yeah i think it's like i thought i recognized him but clearly i didn't uh because like, yes he was under <laughs> so much makeup i mean sometimes you can see people through makeup but seeing people through jempadar makeup is tricky yeah Janeway was also kind of strange this episode. Oh, how she, like, straight up threatened to destroy that other ship? Yeah, that! <laughs> they like, hey, you're in our space and we don't like photonics, so uh, we're going to board and check that you don't have photonics. And Janeway says, I will shoot every one of you! Look, after that guy fucked with her in no psychics sector, oh, she's yeah. done with people who don't like X in their sector. I think she's just afraid that someone's going to mess with Michael Sullivan again. Ah, oh, there I, it is. I think she's just afraid that someone's going to blow her ship up before she can do it. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. one, no one destroys yeah, like, my ship but if, me. If you, cu- if you set foot on my ship, I'll blow it up. Uh, you're, you'll blow up our ship, you mean? <laughs> no, I'll blow up my ship! <laughs> That's the thing. I just read it as like, you know what, Jamie's just like, you know what? Fucking no, not today. Today I'm not putting up with the usual space asshole. I haven't slept enough. <laughs> Two rocks over there trying to pawn far. I just fuck. <laughs> fucking no. Like it didn't feel too out of left field. It felt no. a little out of left, but not hugely. I get it. She just put up with fake Reg last week, like. Was uh, Robert Beltran in either of these episodes? Oh, God. He was <laughs> if in he at least was, one of them for a second. If he was, I didn't even spot him then. I mean, Jesus. Like, I think he was certainly sitting next to her on the bridge, either that or they got a cardboard cutout. But... <laughs> he may have had a line in this. but maybe. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, she definitely looks at him and says, sometimes diplomacy has from a little saber rattling, but I don't know if he actually said anything. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Poor Beltran. Yeah. Well, props to Tuvok, though, because even going through Pond Far, he can, like, accurately hit a certain spot on a ship, and I swear he didn't have to worry about his Pond Far after that anymore. Oh. Now, I missed this when we talked about the, the first episode, but what the fuck kind of apples does Harry Kim's mother use to make it, pie? It looked like green slime. It looked, it looked well, fucking terrible. Like, clearly, he said, I swear he said it was an apple pie. Well, I, it was Neelix's take on it. He, for whatever reason, didn't have ha- access to apples. I, I, yes, he could have replicated them, shush. He he found some kind of space fruit that sort of worked, but he had to mush it and blah, blah. No, know what it is? Space symbols. <laughs> space golf club. Space apples. Space, space apples. apples. Yeah, you, you found it. I'm Ooh, surprised, I'm surprised the apple pie wasn't just a piece of green Lexan plastic on a plate. Ouch. Yeah, but I, I got to say some cheesecake looked great. Yeah, the cheesecake looked normal. That's the thing. Maybe that's what it is. We don't know. It is. It's space apple pie. Spapple. Why are you saying Sounds delicious. It's like snap. Mmm. They got the they got the the person who did the colorization of the of TAS to, to do props design for that episode. And they'd never seen an apple pie in their uh, life. I'm done with this episode. Yeah, me too. So this one, you know, it had it had Nurse Garland from DS9 and a tactic attack from DS9. 
the DS9 Comet was back again. And was it? I missed roll. it. That's oh, the man. Comet they were chasing at the very beginning. So I can see why you chose this week. Uh, it, it, most of it was entirely um, accidental. So. Did you just pretend you were a genius? Entirely on purpose. It was all it was all my, my master plan because we're going back to the Dabo table, guys. With Leo, Dabo! son of that bitch. Woo! We still don't know how this game works. Do we have to? <laughs> yes, we do. Because oh, we're okay. talking about, and we've done this a couple times before... We did it with TOS, we did it with TNG, and now we're doing it with Team Space Nine. We're doing a big couple episode spotlight on our favorite DS9 thingies, Woo! starting with our favorite minor or one-off characters. So anybody but the main ones. Okay, so... So literally anyone. What? Th- that's... Not, not main characters. Well, let's define main characters. Let's do Let's do How it. many... What is the number of episodes one must be on? 30. Is that, like, the number Garrick I... is on? <laughs> yes. No, Garrick's on more than that. <laughs> so like, is he? So, like, Garrick, I assume, is above that threshold. Well, do you, do you guys... Here's the thing. Would you guys count Garrick as a main character? So, my thing is, like, I think the thing with DS9 is that you've kind of got this weird middle tier that, say, TNG didn't have. Yeah, like, recurring, like, really yeah. recurring characters. Like, like Garrick. Weyoun. Weyoun, Kai Wynn. Arguably Lady Changeling. Yeah. Up a lot. Gull, uh, Gull Dukat, like, I almost feel like they're all in their own category, and, like, if we include them as sort of counting for this, that kind of wipes out a lot of good candidates, because I'm definitely going to say Garrick before the Cardassian yeah, well, I currently I'll, I'll tell have you, in mind. My, my theory going into this is I chose characters who, like, I deliberately chose, like, one-off characters, mm. just to, to kind of stay within the spirit of the exercise. Mm. So that that's where I'm sort of like, because my thing is, I've, I've got you know, uh, some one-offs in mind. But then I've got, like, so I said this to Ames, you know, offline when we first discussing this, like, where does Eddington fall? Because I feel like he ultimately isn't in a ton. Like, he's not in yeah. anywhere near as many as, like, Garrick or Kai Wynn or anyone like that. So, like, for him, I'd say, like, he's kind of my upper limit, you know? I buy that. But, like, I wouldn't necessarily consider... Or, like, Cassidy. Cassidy, I think, is in that realm of... Yeah, not, that's true. Not main, but but recurring enough that she's at the she's just at the limit. I think. Yeah, yeah, like because she appears a lot in season seven, but before that, not quite as much. So you can kind of forget that she's not in as much as you might think on first flush. All right. So I would say, if there is a doubt that this, if if your character is a main or main character or a minor so minor enough character, the answer is probably it's too high. <laughs> Great. I mean, honestly, like, I, I just wanted to make sure, yeah, good, good. In that case, let's dive in. Do it. Jake. Oh, you want me to go first? I just decided right now, yeah. Jake's going first. How many do we do? Three? Three. Three. Okay. Okay, so, uh, a top character, uh, top one-off single-use character, Eamon Maritza. Nice. Eamon Maritza. Galdar Heel. That's mm-hmm. a good one. I know From you duet. Yeah, I mean, just fantastic character, uh, well acted, well, the performance was was phenomenal. Next character, uh, staying in the same vein, I'm going to say Takeni Gamora. Also good. Kira's... This is sounding a lot like your Cardassians yeah. list, Jake. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Kira's, Kira's daddy, but not. Hilariously, I was just looking him up to remember his name. Nice. And my third character is going to be... Grilka. Yeah. Quark's wife. Oh, mm. she's That's excellent. A good pick. I have to give honorable mention to two characters. One character who was on my list 
who I just switched out, Amila. Oh, that would have been a good choice, too. And then one other character, one final character who... And you haven't even read the book. She's great in the book. Who needs recognition because he's just so fantastic. But (laughs) you know what? I flatter him, sir! I flatter him! What is even his name? I have no idea. (laughs) You just wrote down Cardassian lawyer? He's just Cardigan Cardassian. He does wear a cardigan, and I make that up. I don't remember. And it has stuck with me. I'd have to to look at a picture. But yeah, what a great jurist. (laughs) Jamie's dead. Uh, so you you said earlier, Jake, was that uh, that you expect you expect some overlap? But which was the one you didn't think there was going to be overlap for? I was not sure that anyone would choose Grilka. Oh, uh, Grilka just got hit me, literally just got bumped off my list because I've got a good list here. Mm-hmm. But she was literally my number four. Oh. Uh, so let me tell you my list because my number one on my list. Oh, because I love him. I love him. I love Tosk. I am Tosk. Mm. Oh, yeah. I just watched that episode again. Oh my it's God. so good. He's so good, and he's such an interesting character, and it's such a different kind of portrayal of a character that he's just really cool. Tosk forever. My next is going to be another another one of our one of my favorites who I have a super soft spot for, and that's Pell. Mm. Yep, yeah, good and Pell. Pell's Pell's a goodie. Pell, who like. If we saw, if we thought the Ferengi in this episode sucked, it's because of people like Pell who make the Ferengi so much better than any other time that you're looking at your Ferengi and you're like, why aren't you Pell? Mm. Why can't everyone just be Pell, please? Fix it. Uh, so yeah, I love her. I think she was a great device that they used in Deep Space Nine to talk about like, like gender and rights and stuff. Uh, and my last one was is a just a really clever use of a character because we never fucking even see this character, and that's Lisa Cusack. Oh yeah, sound of her voice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great episode. Yeah, yeah I thought we do see her. We see a corpse. <laughs> we see a corpse of her. I'm gonna that may end up being the screenshot, and I'm very sorry. <clears throat> but yeah, I think she did such a great job with a character whom we never even fucking see. Just so good. Mm-hmm. So that's my three. Uh, and yeah, Gr- uh, Grilka just got bumped off the list. And the other one who was close, but just also didn't quite make it, was Cassidy Yates. Because I, mm. I also really like her. Oh, I do love Cassidy. I uh, I looked up O'Brien's lawyer. His name is Kovat. Kovat. And he does, in fact, seem to wear, if not a cardigan, a, a like sweater of some kind. It might be a duster more than a cardigan. But he does, in fact, wear a sweater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you guys rock, paper, scissor for it. Do you want to go or should I go? I'll go. Okay, go for it. Luoxana Troy. Because I will choose Luoxana <laughs> Troy whenever she Yay! is an option. <laughs> I love that she's on both your TNG list and your DS9 list. Because she's fucking great. And she's awesome in Deep Space Nine. She's like, great. I love I love when she, like, I, I mean, I know she kind of does her boy crazy thing with Odo, but I love, like, when they have their moment in the in the elevator when she's like, what, you know, like, yeah. let, me, let me take care That's of such you. such a good scene. And I love, like, the speech that he gives when they get married. And, like, I just mwah, love it. Love her. Love her. She's the best. I think I want to say, who is O'Brien's mobster friend? Oh, oh I wrote him down. That is Liam Bilby, because he was Bilby. on my short list. And Chester. It had to be Liam Oh, and yeah, Chester. yeah. Chester, obviously. Mm, yeah, yeah, there was Chester. there. Uh, Chester's, Chester's a good guy. But I, a I, just, deal. I just really like them. I like their relationship. I... Love how bummed O'Brien gets when he has to, like, yeah. screw him over. That's a good over. episode. It's it such good. a good episode. Yeah. It's so, a very underrated episode because I don't see it referred to, like, anywhere. Yeah, well, that's because Star Trek fans are fucking idiots. <laughs> but a lot of them love O'Brien, so you think they remember that fucking episode. Yeah. 
You notice he doesn't suffer enough in it. Well, it also it also is like he suffers a whole lot. He watches his friend get not in a fucked over more obvious way. It's it's a subtle emotional way, and they don't understand emotion. Yeah, but they'd have to remaster it and change all the characters' skin to green since they're all supposed to be Orion. Oh, right, right. And then I think I'm I'm gonna stick with one of my initial gut feelings, which is to say to Kenny Gamore, nice because I I just love. I love the relationship between him and Kira, and I love how, like, even though he, like, knows that she's probably not his daughter, he, like, really just wants to believe it, and I love that he goes to her when he's sick, and I just, I, I just love, I love him. He's a great character. But Tosk was a really good pick. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. He was he, he was in consideration for me. I do love Tosk. I considered Mookie, Moogie. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is I really like original Moogie. Oh, good point. Like, I don't necessarily love all... I, I don't love all Moogies equally. <laughs> and, um... Like, but we don't she's... love all... Oh, God, Ducat's half-daughter. Uh, Ziel. Ziel. Yes, thank you. Yeah, no, I... I mean, full... He is her daughter, but the other side is... The, ver- the various actors, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because there were, like, eight of them, right? She, only, of she only appeared four times, but there were eight different actresses. <laughs> Two of them were the Olsen <laughs> twins. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I I did think about Moogie, and I actually also considered Doctor What the Fuck his name uh, Odo's fake daddy. Oh, oh more whole. Because I do like like I I like him, but I especially like the episode where they're well, no, I do like him because I feel like he's kind of like you never write, you never call, and yeah. Odo's like you don't fucking care, and he's like no, but like I do. <laughs> like I don't know, I feel bad for him, but anyway, not enough to put him on my list officially. So there you have it, Chris. Do you have a list for us? I do. I do. Hooray! So, I knew we didn't have to, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have, like, 12 Cardassians. What? So, I was like, I'm going to pick one to represent all of them. And there's so many good options. There's Kovat, whose name I didn't know until a few seconds ago, I freely <laughs> admit. He's just O'Brien's lawyer to me. There's the one that's Cardassian flirting with O'Brien. Oh, um... Yeah, her. Gilora? Sure. To Kenny Gamore, he's great. Mm. Uh, they're all great. But like Jake, I go, I'm going to go with Maritza. Also mm. good. That's he, a good choice. So then, one kind of out of left field, he was a last minute choice. And maybe there's better choices, but I don't care. <gasps> Freenak. I was just going to say it's a fake. <laughs> Stop it. I did vaguely consider him for a second. Uh, Lek the Eliminator. Yes! The weirdest Ferengi ever. He just wants to kill shit, which is so weird, and I love it. Uh, And it goes without saying, number one, Eddington. Yeah. Because he's right. Man, I feel like we owe Jeffrey Combs an apology. Oh, don't worry. Well, we we can bring up Jeffrey Combs next week <laughs> multiple times yes. because next week is is DS Nine villains, oh. which o- which opens the field up so much, much more than this. that's the thing. Is like I don't I considered uh, I considered um uh, uh, uh fuck what fuck what's his name Wait, Brunt 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 FCA oh yeah Wayun I figured was a little too he to my mind is on that sort of. Is on too much. But it's tier. all different Wayuns. Oh, touche. I know. I, I was fuck. I should have said happy Wayun there. Wayun yes. Wayun. He's not happy. He Defector, dies. Defector Wayun. He dies horribly. <laughs> no, but he dies with the blessing of uh, Odo. Oh no, that's oh, true. Yeah. Right? One of his he gods. is pretty happy. Okay. But yes, no. Jeffrey Combs will come up. But yeah, I feel like now they. I gotta take this opportunity for for Lek and 
I couldn't not say Eddington. Mm. Right. Plain and simple. No, I get it. I get Eddington. That's wait, a good what one. was wait? What was um Jeffrey Combs' other Deep Space Nine? Obviously, when oh, he Brunt, but he played one. He other was that person, weird right? guy that Tyrone? wanted. Tyrone? Uh, I remember his name, but he was the creep that wanted a hologram of Kira. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Not that's a great the one. Character. No. No, 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 no. Great makeup. I, I wasn't makeup. saying that I wanted to put him on the list. I just I knew that he showed up as someone else. And I yeah, I think that was his first Trek yeah, appearance yeah, yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. total. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there's. And be, I think the thing about DS9 is there's just so many great. Oh yeah. One off or, or you know, only a few appearances characters. That... I mean, I was so tempted to list you know that uh, one Kardashian with the scarred face that killed all Akira's friends. He didn't suck. Yeah, it was, it was. I also considered the old guy that she has to like yeah, destroy his one. kiln. I thought but of him the too. thing is the reason why I didn't is because he's just a little too little lady with her. Mm. Like I don't I just feel like he's like an old man of a certain age who like is just a sexist, disgusting pig anyway. Like I like him, but I don't think he's necessarily a good character. I don't know how to explain it better than that. I was gonna say I can't. Is her name Cirilla? Is that? Oh, my Talks wife. Oh, oh she's yeah, such a bitch. Oh, she's her. the best, and he loves her so much yeah. for that. Oh my god, mm. she killed my targ. She let my targ go. God, do I love that bitch. I mean, I would even say, and really, this is only in comparison to his other appearances, but Alexander Roshenko. Oh yeah, he's, I, he's I DS, yeah. DS9 Alexander. I like DS9 uh, Alexander. No. He finally he's sticks a, it to dwarf. He's like, a fuck joke, you, dad. And I don't. He's like not him. even that. I mean, there's yeah, the episode uh, sons and daughters. Yeah, that 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 one. Yeah, he's goofy and he fucks up and everything. I liked him more in the wedding episode. You are cordially invited. Uh, when yeah, when is this cat going to attack you, Caitlin? Probably. Yes, oh God, I didn't even consider. He always I, does eventually. I'm not changing my list, but I didn't even consider, um, fuck. Dr. Geiger. No. Oh. He's good, too. He was on my short list. Robert also good. Tain, I thought of, too, um, yeah. Fucking old Klingon dude. Kor. Kor. Oh, I thought you meant Martok. <laughs> I mean, Kor, yeah, I, I actually did think, consider Kor, just to give kind of a shout out to the OG Klingon, but I had to say, in terms of Klingons, Kor's great, and, and you know, he's got some... His his episode, uh, you know, the, the, the final episode where he, he faces mm. off is great but i think kang kang for top sure thing on sure i hmm. think i think yeah in terms of like the old the the, the trio that came back for for ds9 kang still i don't know i'm on team Koloff. Koloff, yep Same. i know we talked about it at the time but i still would i really felt like that old servant guy should have gone off with him though mm. Yeah, Martok's probably. like secretary. Yeah, it definitely felt like they were building to that. Like he was gonna go with them, and they were both gonna go down in a blaze of Klingon glory. But yeah, no, a lot of really good options. Uh, Loss. I thought yeah, was... I liked Loss. Loss is on my short list. It's a uh, Odo, the other changeling who's a oh no, no, I don't like. He him. spent like a decade as a cow or whatever. Yeah, he becomes <laughs> fire. He's like, I bet you didn't even know you could do this, bitch. <laughs> and Odo's like, No, I didn't. Uh, Cur- Curzodo. Jesus Christ. Oh, I do love a Curzodo. I did, I did briefly consider Avery Brooks as the bad guy. Oh, in, no, not But Jordan it's like, that, that doesn't technically... No, not even that. Uh, the bad guy from Bashir's Hollow Program. Oh! Yeah. Oh, how about... Dr. Noah. I, I don't know there we go. I don't know if this counts, but what about Intendant Kira? Oh, that would count. Uh, oh, definitely count, yeah. Well, She's not a great character, but... There's I, still villains next Kira. week. There was also Mirror Universe Burial. 
who had mm-hmm. so much more personality than original Barail. Yeah, that's yet, a low bar. Yeah, I was gonna say it. Yeah, he was fun. Because he about, had none otherwise. What about Explodo? <laughs> <laughs> what about Thomas Riker? Smiley. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we smiley. love Smiley. Yeah, everyone loves Smiley. Oh, yeah. Sarah. Isn't that no? Wait, that's his mother. What's his wife's name? Oh, uh, Jennifer. 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 No, fuck Jennifer. She's a bitch. <laughs> wow. wow. She's yeah. She's she's a she's a she go she works for the enemy man. That's true. Well, she she switches to the right that's side. That's true. Also, I could see going to the enemy just to spite Mirror Cisco. He was awful. He was a piece of shit. The first joke one that I put on my short list was the cloud that everyone has to yell yeah. at. Well, I was going to say <laughs> oh, the old man one. that yells at the cloud. I he's actually, not that great, though. The no. cloud is better than him. <laughs> I, I meant to look up first draft Eddington to put him on the list as a gag. Mm. Crimin. Thank you, but I forgot to. Wow. Yeah. Ames is like a goddamn Star Steel Trek trap. encyclopedia. What about, incredible. Uh, what about the, the, the dude from The Circle? The head, oh, the head of the circle jerk. Yeah, we talked about him last week. I, yeah, I can't remember. Forgotten the actor's name again. Oh yeah, the, he was um, good. The um, the evil one that was fucking win. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. Not Gul Dukat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could Gul Dukat's Bajoran character have counted? No, it's so Gul Dukat. <laughs> no, no, that's that that guy. What the fuck is his name? I don't remember, and I just. Saw one of those episodes with you a few weeks ago. I don't remember either, and I just finished the goddamn was third a, watch of that was show. A, it was an A in it. Yep. Angel tonight. Angel, yes! My god! I don't know where that one came from. I also had on my shortlist Echar. Mm-hmm. O'Brien's brain friend from the prison. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whom he killed. Oh. Chris wrote a fanfic about him. What about Pup? No. no. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> Nobody These said. Nobody jokes. said. Said Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about being like, and of course, my favorite Patrick <laughs> and his bitch tits. Oh, Poor Patrick. Patrick. Now, I actually you actually do love Patrick, but I feel bad for him because God, that fucking costume. You did write down our list, right? Because otherwise, you're getting very confused. Because we've just now just been talking no, about wrote, DS9 I, characters. We I did like. write them. Did down. she write it down? Of course, she wrote it down. No, I know. I just wanted to. Um, no one, no one said Melora. I was gonna just say Melora. She was on my my longer the, of the short lists. The uh, birthday cake singer from no. Distant no. Voices. Yikes! Nothing from Distant Voices. Rumple Stillskin. No. Rumpled foreskin. Wow. What's that baseball player's name? <laughs> Buck Buckeye. Buck Buckeye. Thank you. Buck Buckeye. I did vaguely. Well, no, because he's not actually a good character, but he's certainly a... a <laughs> memorable? He certainly memorable. is a he's character. A, he's, a, he's a consequential character. The racist Vulcan. What um, a... Oh, I hate him so much. What about... Sulak uh, or something? Something. What about the people from Run Along Home? Oh, yeah. The game... Move Along the, Home. The, the, along the, home. Game, the game masters. The gamesters of Tristan. Yeah, Wait, no. the guy that... um. The, the lead guy. Yeah. I did Whatever actually his name is. briefly, legitimately consider Mayhardu. Mm. Oh, that's actually a good idea. I like but that. you Mayhar didn't? No, I came, uh, I came closer than you might think, though. I, like, I was expecting a Zek. Oh, no. From I Chris. No. Zek, no one else. <laughs> Zek, he, he, he amuses me to no end, but he's not top three by any stretch. <laughs> uh, there are so many other Ferengi and Cardassians that come first. But the, uh, the character that James Cromwell played when they... Oh, when he and, um, when he and Cork, Cork had out. to make a deal. Penny oh, or something. yeah. I thought I was thinking of the one that um, took Worf to that 
compound. Was that TNG? No, that was that was that was uh, TNG. Yeah. God damn it, James Cromwell! You're in these shows too much. <laughs> we'll see him in Enterprise. We will. Yeah. Still time to get him in one of the new ones too. Let's do it. Make him a voice on Prodigy. Ooh, that would be great. Would be oh good. my god, yeah, because they could do a Zephyr Cochran. Oh yeah, I guess he could. He some could. kind of hologram magic. That's true. I Wait, didn't didn't did they recently on Lower Decks? On Lower Decks, was that it? was that did he do voice acting in that? I, I assume. Actually, yeah, that him, would make sense because the character why, does talk. Or just have them watching Babe. I would also be fine with Yay. that. That'll do Oh, James Cromwell. Rock would love Babe. Oh Aww. my god, Rock would love Babe. I love Rock. I love Lamp. I don't love Lamp. I know. I do love Rock. Anyway, we're not talking about Prodigy. <laughs> I think what? we're. I think we're good. You know what I love doing this podcast? Sure, Total sure. Fucking lies. <laughs> fucking nightmare. Jesus Christ. It Ames is like. You know what I love? Being done with this podcast in less than two and a half hours. That's Woo! amazing. Yay, we did it. Chris likes that too. Mm. Less editing. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. You don't have to edit any of this. This has all been perfect. That's actually true. Jake us out, Ames. Let's Jake, let's Jake it on out of here. So, thank you for listening to all of whatever the hell we just did. Um, Ferengi, for the win. They did it. Good job, Ferengi. Did they? Mm. Uh, we do have more episodes for next week. Next Ooh. week's episodes. Actually, we have a, we have a mouthful for next week because there's a, another a two-parter we have to squeeze in somewhere. Ah, so it's going to be next week. So next week we have Nightingale, and then we have Flesh and Blood Parts 1 and 2. There aren't going to be too many more of these, but then Enterprise just goes fucking nuts with oh, two parts. season four is a mess. We're not, I don't even know how we're going to do season we'll four. We'll figure it out. It will be a nightmare, mm-hmm. but that's for another year from now. So that's for next week. Uh, also for next week, we'll have more great blog activities. I hope you checked out this one. It's now up on our Tumblr. Click here. Click uh, or click there. Click I, anywhere. I like that you did like a YouTube like gesturing towards where the subscribe button is. <laughs> Which they changed three years later so everyone's gesturing in air. Oh my god. I know it's real bad. Or whatever they had to like try to embed little thumbs yep. and they're all in the wrong places and poor YouTube people. Yeah. Uh, YouTube has to stop it. They do. But we don't because we have more of this to talk about on the SoundCloud, on the Tumblr, on the Facebook, on the Twitter. You know all the places. It's where you are right now. You did it. Uh, Until then, this has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. And this has been Kovat's sweater. And remember, the rule of acquisition. Knowledge is profit. Cassidy's nuts. <laughs> wow. <laughs>